to be honest, we're trying to become the first pop punk boy band. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm all in. I love it. Oh my gosh. It's my dream come true. to see Las Vegas. We lost ourselves in the bright lights. I wish you could have seen us. <laughs> <laughs> that one just makes me like want to sing. Yes. Does anybody else picture neon lights when he says bright lights there? Well, now I am. Well, yeah. You know, I. it's funny because also in like All Time Low's Last Young Renegade, when um, he says underneath the lights of a motorway, that's where I go to keep your ghost away. I also picture neon lights. Like, I get mm. it's a street light, and it looks nothing like a neon light. But I don't know, man. Neon lights, they're just a pop punk aesthetic for me. So whenever these bands, like, reference any sort of lighting, bam, you've got fluorescent neon lights in my head. <laughs> uh, only the Mosh Pit Podcast hosts are in on that joke I just made. And uh, here we are, these hosts that I speak of. I am Michelle, joined by my co-hosts, Brienne and Kelly. What do you think, ladies? Should we let the audience in on the funny, funny joke I just made? I mean, was it that funny? I think that's a better question. It was hilarious. It was very, very, <laughs> it was very funny. I am, I am laughing quite a bit over here on my end, in my end of the world. We can't just let her get those laughs super easily, though, because then it goes to her head, and then we have to deal with her ego. So it's mm. a lot easier to keep everyone guessing, because Michelle does not get instant feedback from the audience. She only gets it from us. Therefore, I mean, we got to keep her grounded. Brienne, let's mm. be real. There's very little that keeps me grounded, because <laughs> whatever you tell me, I'm still going to think I'm hilarious, and my ego's still going to be, like, through the roof. <laughs> I know. I do what I can, though, at least. It's going to be through the roof to the fluorescent lighting of the moon. All right. Tell him, tell him, tell him. <laughs> All right. You've convinced me. So uh, my super convoluted pun this week that made me make this wild connection to neon lights is because neon lights are fluorescent. And even though they are not neon pop punk, which would have made my joke the most amazing, the most meta, the most punniest joke ever. We have got Chicago-based band Fluorescence on the show today. Woo! Yeah! Excitement! Wow! Yeah. Um, <laughs> you could say they'll brighten the show with their presence because they just radiate energy, not just with their music, but with their sparkling personalities. <laughs> oh goodness but really like it was it was a lot of fun so they kind of did so you were right i'll let it i'll let it go <laughs> perfect i like scraped by without like too many eye rolls on that one <laughs> i mean i am the pop pun princess oh, oh my no. goodness okay. guys i came up with that one and i i i I got a uh, Kelly level giggles. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't condone this. 
<laughs> All right, I'll stop it, but only because it is time for music news. First up today on music news, uh, all time low, our loves, our men, our uh, boys, are, uh, are going to be on Ellen. Like, yeah, I yeah. I have some issues with okay. Ellen in general, but super popular show. Super pumped for them. Great exposure. Uh, they will be on Monday, March 15th. So tomorrow, for those of you listening, as long as you listen to it when it comes out, which you obviously should. Um, if it comes out on Sunday, because, you know, sometimes it comes out on Monday. That's very <laughs> true. It just depends on Michelle's ambition. Um <laughs> But uh, they will be singing Monsters. They posted about it on Instagram. Um, but recently, according to Reddit, they were also all spotted in Nashville, which is not where Ellen is recorded. Don't Ellen is recorded suspicious. in California. Don't be suspicious. suspicious. Don't, be, Don't suspicious. be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Okay. Uh, <laughs> here are my conspiracy theories of the day. One, they're either going to replay the recorded Monsters that they played for GMA which had the cool smoke on the ground, like the octopus arms coming out. We all know the, the performance, which was pre-recorded, and it also didn't say fuck in the recording, which we had a long discussion about back on a previous episode, so I'm not going to get into it. Uh, option number two, they're going to live stream a performance from Nashville. Mm-hmm. Not as likely, but still possible. I feel like that's probably likely. I mean, the, the, it could be just, um, you know, live streaming. A lot could go wrong. And Ellen is usually recorded super far in advance. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, right. not like a You're year, right. but like a month or so. So, the third option, which is like my favorite option, is that they're all in Nashville doing something, something super sneaky sneak and <laughs> possibly some new music or at least like talks of a new concert series. I know that they are going on tour in the UK later this year, but... Maybe we can get something out of it here in the United States. I don't know. I'm happy. Either way, that they are all back together. Like, the boys are back in town. Like, cue the music. I'm excited. Zach Efron and Corbin Blue are about to pop up. The boys are back. The boys are back. I know, Brian, Not what I was thinking. Reference. I was literally uh, thinking more, uh, the boys are back in town. Yeah, too. More, more down. Actually, you know what? Yours is more pop side, and mine is definitely more rock side, so it's probably a good segue of... Segue. I don't think the segue is the right... uh, Cross-section? Yeah, (laughs) cross-section. There you go. (laughs) We did did well. Um, Speaking of cross-sections, so the Monsters cross-section art... Um, that we've seen come across with, like, all the guys on it, and, like, especially now with... uh, Demi on it there's this whole competition that you can get your face on that cover art which is pretty cool by the way like I I love us but I hate us a little for like our first two things being about all time low (laughs) but it's the last part of the all time low for the rest of the episode so this is very true get it over quick um, rip that bandaid off but they um so basically you can get your face on that cool cover art for monsters and you can win by donating to either the trevor project or to write love on our arms um through their whole like page donation page thing so every dollar gets you 10 points which equals two entries um so every five points is an entry so you know you do good and you can get something cool out of it 
right? And Which by both the way, are great uh, charities. Like amazing yes, charities. Absolutely. The Trevor Project great. is for at-risk LGBTQ youth. And to write a love on our arms is for suicide, like depression, all the mental health mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So both really great charities. Yeah, Trevor Project, um, Daniel Radcliffe works with them um, mm-hmm. for all the Harry Potter geeks out there. And then to write love on our arms, like, I, I don't remember a time when they didn't exist. Like, I grew up with knowing, like, they were, they've always been, like, a big part of the scene. I was going to say, As like, I said, remember getting, I have a shirt. shirt. And, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I have a shirt from one of the, one concert I went to. Yeah. Um, but quick note, uh, speaking of monsters and Demi, I, I didn't really get too far into it. But I just want to call out, apparently there's this, like, beef going on with Demi and all-time low fans. I don't exactly know what happened. Why? But something, like, like Demi fans are canceling all-time low, and all-time low fans are canceling Demi. And I have no idea what's happening. I have no idea what went wrong. Cause Please someone like reach out a, to us. We yeah, I feel like it was a good marriage. But Circle like, the wagons. Um, here we go. <laughs> I'm wondering if, like, all-time low fans are being high and mighty and being like, they ruined monsters, or, and then Demi fans are like, she made it better, or, you know, like, I feel like that's the simplest one, but it could also just, like, go back into the history of when, like, Alex and they Demi dated. had a thing. Yeah, they had, like, a thing. Mm, I always yeah. forget about that. So. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I don't. Someone tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, At the Marshmallow Pod on Facebook and Instagram. Please. We need to know. I need to know the hot gossip. All right. Okay, spill that Moving tea. Moving on from all time low, guys. Yes. Spill more tea, Kelly. Tell us Tell us what's next. Always spilling the tea here. Um, so last little piece of music news before we share some new songs with you. A band we actually talked about for the first time last show called Magnolia Park. Um, they actually announced that their debut mixtape, Dream Eater, is going to be available on March 19th, and they, um, they are featuring a few songs, and the two features of note are Kellen Quinn from Sleeping With Sirens and also Ollie Baxter from Broadside. <laughs> So Yay. very exciting. Like the those are two... pop punk poet laureate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, exactly. love, we love Ollie Baxter. So yeah. much love. Um, and Kelly Quinn, uh, you know, we talk about Travis Barker getting around. Kelly Quinn is getting around. He's um we're gonna talk about a feature he's on later on in the show. Not that much later on, probably in like ten minutes. If you want to skip. Yeah, ahead. he's got a he's definitely got a long way to go to catch up <laughs> to Travis. Uh, yeah, oh Travis yeah, a long level. way to go, but <laughs> Travis been on a whirlwind tour. He's he's active. Yeah, Travis definitely went on a world tour and is still going. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that is very exciting. I am pumped for that. And March 19th is not not very far away. So they just announced this like a couple of days ago. Um, so I kind of like that I don't have to wait forever for an album to come out. Right. It's just like a week or so. And we don't have to search like Reddit to get the leaks. Yeah, the older I get, the less patient I am. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's, it's, it's a, uh, you know the constant instant gratification that i yeah. get from my phone <laughs> that i can't wait for things anymore but i like not having to wait well you know what you don't have to wait for <gasps> new music <laughs> all right first Tell song on our new, first song on our new music list is uh shark bait and their song better late than never first off 
when you're listening to this, you need to go look at the cover art because the cover art looks exactly like the graphic from Back to the Future, which makes total sense because the chorus is literally, don't call me Marty McFly because I'm never on time. I liked the Easter egg, or not the Easter egg, but I guess because I guess it runs through the whole song. Reference but I loved Easter. that movie. I loved the, you know, the, the little shout out. Um, I am slightly annoyed, though, because I'm really bad at deciphering the lyrics just from listening to it once. I have to listen to it, like, a bunch of times. And normally my go-to is like, oh, quick Google search. Within 24 hours of releases, normally, somewhere on the internet are lyrics. I could not find them anywhere. Internet, do better. I expect better from you. But, musically, great song. uh, Pretty solid song. And then all of a sudden... Say it with me, guys. Those gang vocals. <laughs> also, the last strum of that guitar just gives it so much energy. I, I, I really, really loved it. Yeah, definitely agree. Um, it gave me like an early neck deep and or state champs vibe with a little bit of waster type vocals. Um, and honestly, it's like a perfect pop punk cocktail for me. Like that breakdown post bridge was so nice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe it's because we're coming off of your welcome day, but it was like a day to remember homesick light, Um, the (laughs) the kind of uh, vibes I was getting from that. And I was digging it. And I just have to make note of two things that uh, my undiagnosed ADHD popped into my brain while listening to this song. I actually had to listen to it a few times because my brain went elsewhere as I was listening to it. So as the song started, I didn't even really listen because all I could think was shark bait ooh, over <laughs> and over. Literally, I uh, I, I said the, li- the exact same thing. I was like, shark bait, ooh, ha. I'll just be right back. I'm going to go watch Finding Nemo and then I'll listen to this song. Like, I'll just. Right? Like, and that literally just didn't stop in my head until, you know, I got to the Marty McFly chorus that you mentioned, Brie. Like, during which I was like, ooh, cool reference. And then I totally disassociated from the song again to think about the band McFly, who I just rediscovered (laughs) because actually my ADHD. Um, so (laughs) quick story my boyfriend told me to go watch the flight attendant on HBO Max and I was like oh okay yeah sure and I went but then I was like oh look at all the movies so I started scrolling and adding movies to my list and then came across a movie from Lindsay Lohan's Prime with Chris Pine (laughs) I rhymed (laughs) oh my god you're so proud of yourself right now are we really sure that I'm not the one or like I'm the one who's been drinking because Michelle that like was like that rant was just like sounds like a drunken fever dream I feel like this is like Michelle's proudest accomplishment like biggest (laughs) biggest moment I really didn't even mean to do that. I it, like this is this is my brain, um, but yeah. So I was I was watching this movie, Just My Luck. I don't know if you guys remember it, I but do. I know the yeah. reference. I never saw it. Yeah. So anyway, the band McFly is playing themselves in the movie, and they're the band that Chris Pine's character, who has a lot of bad luck, he's trying to get them signed, and you know he has luck doing so only after he kisses Lindsay Lohan and steals her luck away. Um, so they play some of their songs throughout and I forgot that I had like a really short obsession with them. And that's what I was thinking about during the song. But, um, uh, Shark Bay is not the same vibe musically as McFly at all. <laughs> yet somehow I related it all to each other. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the journey my brain went on during this song. And then I had to actually re-listen to it to be like, oh yeah, no, this is great. I like this. <laughs> I was literally about to say, like, is there any point of this where you talk about the actual song? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I talked about it before I even went into this, so we're good. Fair. 
<laughs> oh my god. I definitely had the same exact moment as you with Shark Bay Uha. And <laughs> I um I like literally almost went to watch Finding Nemo, but I didn't have enough time. So we'll do that later today. But <laughs> I I actually, I really dig this guy's voice. The chorus is super catchy, and there's, like, some really sweet guitar riffs. It, um, Michelle, you've also said both bands that I thought this reminded me of, Early Neck Deep, and also A Day to Remember, but I, again, like, I might be tainted, too, from listening, listening to more, more of them lately than I have been, I think, so maybe they're just on the brain. Um, but yeah, I also really enjoyed this song. I'm a fan. Yeah, definitely go listen to it, guys. So next, we have Aficionado by Proper. And I feel like that's so fitting, because, like, Aficionado is just such aficionado. a... Aficionado. Aficionado. It's just I such feel a, like it has to be about cigars, you know? Like, I don't Yeah, know. it's just a really swanky word. And for a band called Proper, I feel like it's fitting, no? But, <laughs> you know, I, um... I, I was feeling it to an extent, like... It, um, it, it, part of it kind of reminded me of the type of thing that Paradise Fears did in songs like Sanctuary. Um, like the whole, like, I know me too. Oh my Uh, gosh, they were really good. So good. I actually had to go and listen to them after I made this connection. Um, but yeah, no, because they had like, they had this like, um, proper had this spoken word kind of thing going on. And I, I think maybe I liked it because it reminded me of Paradise Fears, but I'll say maybe it didn't work as well as it did for them and other bands that have done that kind of thing because it was already kind of like, let me speak the lyrics versus sing them. So when it had that like actual spoken word section, it was like, meh. <laughs> Otherwise, it's an okay song, a little too indie-ish for my liking. Um, but I'd seen Proper pop up on my radar before, so when I saw them this time, I'm like, let me give them a chance. But eh. Yeah, I think... Um... I, I thought the your your Paradise Fears comparison was was interesting. I think what I I really like about Paradise Fears is that they'll do the a little bit of the the talk singing, but then you get like a fun and catchy different chorus to like keep it interesting yeah. and spicy. Um, That's the difference. And I mean, like the the speak singing, speak rapping, whatever you want to call it, is definitely a trend right now. Obviously. Yeah, um, we've been seeing that a lot, right? We've been seeing that a ton. So I mean, I I definitely think if if you're a fan of some of the other kind of spoken word songs and like speak rapping songs, you might like this. It's, it's definitely a little more, uh, definitely a little more on the indie side though, than a lot of the ones we've talked about in the past. But I, it, to me, it kind of felt like slam poetry more than a song, which is cool (laughs) if you're into, if, if you're into that, like, I think it's, it's super cool. It's just not my particular cup of tea, but it's, I mean, I, can't really say anything like bad about it it's just like i can more poetry <laughs> my turn uh no all of this no i like a lot of the rap songs we've been hearing and in the scene and this was not that i don't know what the fuck this was but i would i don't like it so if it's indie then i guess i'm not an indie person now that's not saying it's bad but like it sure shit ain't anything that i want to listen to uh about two minutes in i was sitting there like it's done, right? And I saw it was two minutes and I almost skipped to the next song because it was just making me feel so 
weird and uncomfortable like the spoken word situation it it i just i couldn't i, I really want to no. throw brianne in in a room where someone's doing slam poetry up on a stage like i really want to kelly it. you i would laugh i would straight kelly, up laugh you literally took the words out of my mouth because i was about to say the same thing i really <laughs> no okay it. actually i take that back i i wouldn't laugh i think because going into a slam poetry situation you know what you're gonna get when I put on this song, I expected a song, not slam poetry. Pick your lane and stick in it. That's fair. Like, honestly, um, I saw it on my release radar. And mm-hmm. I, like I said, I've, I've seen Proper's name come across, like, my consciousness at some point or another. <laughs> and um, I, uh, I was like, okay, let me give them a chance. I honestly didn't know what to expect. I've never heard anything from them before. And so I, it makes mm-hmm. me wonder, like, if this is their, like, typical thing, like, because, I mean, if you're going to come across my release radar, I expect it's going to be pop punkish, even if it's like, you know, at one end of the spectrum or the other. And this is kind of like outside of that. So I, I'm curious to see what else they have in their repertoire. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Next new song we've got for you is by Shaded, and it's called You're So Good. This song is so good. Okay, I, really, I knew really one of us it. was gonna say it oh this is really good I so this is actually the second song I've heard from Shaded they have a song called You from I want to say like 2018 2019 yep. like kind of a little while ago that's still I think on Pop Punk's Not Dead playlist on Spotify um and so I was a fan of that song and I was really excited to to see that this new song was out they also had a bunch of releases in in 2020 and 2019 that I just was unaware of. So I'm going to go back and look on that a bunch. But this song super, like there's this little electro ditty thing at the beginning, super <laughs> sweet. And then he, he does this like thing that sounded like Nick Jonas. I'm very, very here for it. I, I it was just great. It's very dancey, poppy, upbeat. It's like, it's my perfect combination between like, a boy band and pop punk and like it's it's just really good i like it a lot so kel yeah i'd i'd heard uh you by shaded as well and so like i was like you know excited going into this and you're right those who 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 is at the beginning were definitely nick jonas i didn't make that connection like it but it was very nice and um uh i like that it was just like kind of really chill beats to start it off and then it slowly builds in with some claps and then it it doesn't really drop off until about a minute in and then you know it's just a happy go lucky upbeat song even if it's actually about someone realizing how much they've been gaslit by someone like the lyrics you're so good for making me forget that you're no good <laughs> um like it was a it's a good song and i have to say the giggles at the end sent <laughs> me i started giggling with them it was so fucking adorable (laughs) i completely agree about the lyrics like you're bopping along you're having a great time and then like because i also am one of those people i need to listen to it multiple times through to hear the lyrics but i'm just like jamming out and then out of nowhere i hear you're so good at making me forget that you're no good and i'm like oh Oh. (laughs) Oh, 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 okay i guess i guess i shouldn't be happy about that uh, but one thing you should be happy about is this is a great song. Uh, it's very top 40s, but, like, almost in the 90s. Honestly, it's giving me, like, Jesse McCartney vibes, which by no means is a bad thing. Oh I God, am a millennial, after all. Oh, I love him. 
Exactly. So uh, I was vibing, and I would say that it also does have, like, a teeny bit of 80s coming in with that, like, quick drum beat at the end. And, uh, yeah, it was it was just a solid, solid song. Yeah. You know what's funny is that um, I think, you know, we've talked about it before that, like, um, this has kind of really made us – doing this podcast has made us – really go in depth into songs and stuff and i'm realizing like how many songs there are actually out there that have that like dichotomy of like upbeat happy song and like really shitty Mm -hmm. lyrics or vice versa and you know i i'm wondering like what songs i sang in my youth that um you had like, no idea you were talking singing like something that I didn't so even negative. really think about yeah what I was singing I was just like yeah this music's a beat let's go speaking of the 90s and not realizing what you're singing about this is a quick tangent uh Spice Girls when two become one <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that because all of you know what I'm talking about because none of us realized that we were singing about sex <laughs> no, there's just so many that are out there that like that. Like, I have one specific one that I have to find right now. It was S Club Seven. Oh, love um, S Club. Yeah, it was the it was the one that was like, um, oh, fuck. It was like something like all. All the- I can hear in my head is the S Club. Yeah. There ain't no party like an S Club. You just come party. It's, it, it was like uh, all the pretty mamas shake your nanas or something. Oh, yeah, it's oh, that yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. All the mamas shake your nana. nana. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. What was that S Club 7 or am I making that up? Yeah, yeah. it is. It's that I same song. So. That's the oh, bridge of okay. that song. Yeah. Yeah, it, and it's like, oh, it, yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. All righty. <laughs> After that trip down memory lane, let's uh, jump down memory lane, Michelle, shall we? The, the band Down Memory Lane, which first of all, great band name, just released a song, Pandemic Rockabye. So you're gonna, you're gonna, we're all gonna go down a, a memory lane, and by memory lane, I mean if my fever dream, stream of consciousness that was listening to this song. Uh, so before even listening to the song, I have an extremely high expectation that it will soothe all of my insomnia from this pandemic anxiety. So hopefully they can deliver and live up to that high bar that is basically on the moon because I, I don't know what could soothe my anxiety from this pandemic. However, they did pretty damn good. And by pretty damn good, I mean, like, it didn't completely soothe my anxiety, but it made me forget for, like, three and a half minutes how shitty the world was. <laughs> uh, the, the, the double drum beats, the quick guitar yes. strums, just everything was so good. Yeah, breathe those drums like i started air drumming instantly like my hands were just a blur <laughs> like a blur like a blur <laughs> but also the lyrics i hope we learn from everything we've done wrong like so on point so i pull out my soapbox i'm gonna step up on this soapbox real quick wear a damn mask get vaccinated fight covid models after uh rent and the virtual reality act up fight AIDS. I hope all my theater mm. nerds knew what I was talking about. Moving on. <laughs> then at the, then at the end, they fucking sampled one of Trump's fucking White House press. Uh, oh my god! Uh, dude. Conferences. Oh my god. oh my god! Like I was sitting there and I had a blessing. It's like it was like, why the fuck are you listening to Trump underneath the music? I'm like, no, it's dude, part of the music. <laughs> it's part. Ah. Of it. <laughs> it was no, so good. I died and, at that part. <laughs> I love them. They're my favorite. All-time low might have just lost their top spot. 
at least oh for like God. a week because that was amazing. Um, but that's that's a that's still a big. That is a big it just statement. it just gave me it gave my liberal heart a lot of things to be excited about. Um, also, I went and found their music video on YouTube, which currently only has like eleven likes, which is kind of sad. I know that's a travesty. Um, Get that some likes, people. It's a cute little music video, and they're all like in separate houses recording. And then, like the guitarist has his cute pups laying on the ground next to him oh, as uh. he's strumming his guitar. There's like a chocolate lab and a pug, I believe. I think those were the two. Either way, they're adorable. Um, and then uh, they apparently they turned off the comments for that video. Now I don't know if they had it set up that way from the beginning, or if they were getting tons of hate because of like the political sphere. But, either way, some shit was going to go down in this video, so, yeah. Um, I mean, makes sense, because, like, this song was just, like, punk as fuck, like, you know. I loved it. Obviously, like you said, it, it made your little liberal heart go boom, and I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, um, like, it was just so good, like, yeah, and, you know, I... I said, like, the drums, fantastic, the music, fantastic, but the message, you know, like, mm-hmm. as much as I'm sick of talking about the fucking Parmesan cheese that we're in, um, we talked about needing more variety in terms of, like, themes in the pop punk scene. And like I said, this this song's just punk as fuck, because, you know, and they, they're going into real issues, right? Um, and that's what punk is. Know, it's it's visiting, like, what's happening in the world. Like, Green Day used to talk about Trump, or not Trump, uh, Bush. Bush. All the fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, like, as much as, the, you know, they're calling shit for what it is and like you know being critical and you know they made fun of trump there there's there's a call for a unity there like they legit said unity can win the fight and then you know there's the line there's no more borders anymore just brothers on every shore and all for one and one for all and then the line you said brie that um you know i i hope we learn from everything we've done wrong like you know they're calling shit out but they're being positive about it which you know i think is great because everything's so negative these days like everything's True. a fucking fight like you know people are just too closed off to have civil discussions like why can't we all just want the best for everyone else like just stop being fucking selfish we are a society that means we have to give a fuck about one another even if i don't give a fuck about certain people i still give a fuck about you because i'm empathetic <laughs> but yeah great song <laughs> yeah i think it's a great song and i'm honestly like surprised there haven't been more punk political songs coming out of the last year like right i, I we needed this i think i think yeah it was cathartic this, as and i just i mean yeah like you said punk this is punk this is what punk is and i'm like slightly disappointed this is like one of the first like songs of its type that at least we've been able to find and seek out this year um but i mean yeah these these lyrics really just speak speak for themselves like you just listen it listen to it one time through and you're you you know what's you know what's happening and um i definitely agree with you michelle it feels like you know the message is delivered with a glimmer of hope which i Mm. i really appreciate like I, I think we also needed that. <laughs> yes, especially, you know, as we wind down from the chaotic last few years, mm-hmm. as, you know, things kind of, let's hope, normalize. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. But Kelly, you said uh, the lyrics speak for themselves. I've mentioned multiple times, I'm not good at picking up on lyrics right away. So I heard snippets throughout the song the first time I listened to it, and I'm just like, are, are they are they pro- 
are they pro or against Trump? I can't tell. Because there's a <laughs> Trump clip at the end, and then there's, like, little snippets I heard, and I'm like, they're definitely talking about the pandemic, and they're definitely talking about this. So I'd listen to it, like, five times to make sure I wasn't going to go on this, like, rant about how great it is, and then realize it's them being like, fuck masks. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the masks. All right, next new song is called Home is Where the Heart Is by Aim High featuring Sleeping with Sirens and, like, Pacific. Lots of features on this one. Um, and this song is going to be on Aim High's upcoming debut album called Local Band Forever. Forever. Um, Forever. I actually really like this song. The um, guitar and... <clears throat> sorry, I just had like a frog in my throat or something. Guitar and <laughs> drums and the like array of vocals. Like there's a lot happening in this song. And I thought the lyrics were really great. There's this, like, I have, there's a lot going on in my brain today, and I can't, like, think very well right now, so please excuse this next thing I'm about to say. But there's this little, like, couple-second intro thingy to the chorus, which is really cool, and I can't tell if it's, like, a trumpet or a violin. And honestly, like, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Those are very different things. instruments. They're very extreme, uh, like, polar opposite instruments, I understand. Either way sounds very cool like maybe it's synth or something and it's a made-up instrument and it's fake i don't know it could be any of those things um either way you go listen to it and you tell me what imaginative instrument is making that sound and making it so cool but anyway i really like that and then the end with it had these like crazy guitars and then these like ah that like Oz in the background those were something else that was really cool um yeah it's just an overall like super upbeat like in your face kind of song and I really liked it yeah the guitarist was like absolutely insane like he, like throughout the entire song was amazing but just like that opening riff just like catches you and like grabs you and pulls you in like hey listen up this is gonna be a fucking crazy song which it was keeps you on your toes with like the different vocalists coming in and out, the, you know, the scream at that one point, uh, which I thought was a woman, but apparently is not, question mark, Michelle? It's Kellen Quinn. I think Got it's it. Kellen, Kellen Quinn, yeah. Yeah, no, like, I, I, it's I'm very high pitch. It def- I definitely thought it was a woman, and then I'm like, oh, wait, Kellen Quinn's on this song. That's totally Kellen. Okay. <laughs> well, like, he has that voice. <laughs> I never really listened to Sleeping with Sirens, so that's also part of it. Um... But yeah, it was uh, it was very it was very catchy, and it w- it kept you just it want you wanted to listen to it again. It's one of those songs that it's definitely not wallpaper. It's going to keep your attention. You have to pay attention to it, kind of thing. Yeah, um, it was definitely um, a lot, and like <laughs> it's it's almost like the song was in distress. Um, <laughs> But I, I really I really enjoyed it. Like it adds this cool layer to the story here. Like the opening lines are my own way and they scream it and then am I supposed to run? Where do I find my place? And for a song called Home is where the heart is, it makes sense, right? And you know, there's that there's gonna be this kind of all over the place feeling since, you know, every home's gonna be different. Um, and has a different feeling and so and and not only musically but it's like accentuated i think um by the guest vocals of jordan from like pacific and kellen uh from sleeping with sirens that are just because they're both just vastly 
different from each other in their vocals mm-hmm. and then it, not only are they different from each other but they're different from the vocalist of aim high who i believe is called caleb um and then yeah just the frantic guitars at the end were killer like it, it almost had like this video game feel that i was like really into like it just felt like you were like like really anxious like going up the 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 hallway to like trying to beat off like all these characters and like as you try to reach the boss that's kind of what that felt like it was just very like high intensity high anxiety and but it was good it was a good anxiety which i don't know how that works but yes that's what that was (laughs) thank you for thank you for painting that picture for us michelle uh you're welcome (laughs) you're Um, welcome we're still on the you're welcome we're still on the you're welcome um so next uh speaking of painting things next uh music song thing (laughs) that we're gonna talk about is uh, the thing with the melody and the chorus and the things uh, yeah and the guitars and the drums yeah the the, the music song yeah yeah the music song um It's uh, 45 After Midnight by Painted Young. Um, So I added this song last minute because I came across them on Instagram. And uh, their bio says, New Jersey's, in parentheses, almost, end parentheses, favorite boy band. And I just knew you'd both appreciate the (laughs) fuck out of that. Of course. Uh, We we love a good boy band. Of course. And, uh, you know, as much as they call themselves a boy band, they're they're totally like, you know, like pop rock and pop. They have pop punk vibes, but they're definitely a little bit more pop rock. But, you know, besides their like, you know, little gimmicky shenanigans that made me want to listen to them. um, I really dig the song. I say dig a lot. I it was what I was about to say. And I was like, nope. Well, anyways. Do you want to, well, quick, quick side note. Do you want to know uh, what I've realized during this podcast? We were talking earlier about uh, things we've noticed and whatever. My vocabulary is shit. Mine too. The amount of times I repeat words, like trying to describe something, I'm like, it's intense. <laughs> I need a fucking thesaurus. Like, someone please. <laughs> that might be what we use for our merch money is to buy a thesaurus. Fun fact. <laughs> our merch is only on sale for today. Uh, so I'm going to admit something super embarrassing. Um, you know, as we write, like, our notes for the show, and, you know, I, I make my little um, notes. <laughs> I, I, I type up I type up things I want. I'm thesaurus. <laughs> yeah, I'm needing a thesaurus right now. I type up my things. Like, sometimes I write, like, dig or, like, intense or vibe, and I'm like, what is another word for it? So I actually do use an online thesaurus sometimes to try to find <laughs> different ways to say the things that I say all the time. <laughs> um so that's my embarrassing moment for the day (laughs) yeah anyways back to painted young and 45 after midnight um yeah totally digging the song i'm gonna fucking say it um and you know i think we're all hyped for the summer because i don't think we've gone one episode the last few without a reference to like a windows down summer cruising type song mm-hmm. and for me this one is the one for this episode like i said they're they're deaf pop rock guys um and it and and i think that falls in line with kind of how i was seeing them as i listened to them like totally this we the king somerset hybrid with those little electro boop boop boops and you know the way the vocalist kind of just holds the notes but not really you know it gets the stamp of summer approval from me and it could partially be that I'm a biased ass bitch and I'll always favor New Jersey bands because they're my people, but it's definitely a great song. 
Oh my god, so New Jersey. Um, <laughs> so like you just feel the beachy vibes like right away on this one immediately when you when it starts out. Uh, it definitely reminds me of the Somerset. It really has that that upbeat, fun, kind of carefree type vibe to it. It's a fun song. Yes, carefree. I I do really like the song, but my one complaint, not really complaint, more of a joke. Uh, one of the lyrics says, can anybody find me somebody to love? And I'm like, excuse you, are you queen? I don't think you can use that lyric. Get the fuck out of here. Not really. It was actually a really fun song. Um, <laughs> the only thing I will say is that the bridge kind of let down. Like, I was excited because the instruments started to drop out. And then they did that auto-tune echo bullshit on the last line of the bridge. And then it just went right back into, like, the normal chorus and I feel like up until the bridge, I was vibing. And then the bridge, I kind of was like, oh, I was hoping for like a pace shift change, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then it just went back to more. So by like the second like chorus, you know, like the end song, they would do multiple choruses like back to back. Like by the second time I heard the chorus, I was like, all right, this over is it. all the same. <laughs> yeah, I'm over it. I feel like, like I was just sitting here swaying. I didn't really, it didn't really bother me that there wasn't like a huge... Now that I well, well, that's the thing is that like now that you guys compare it to like the chill beach vibe, like I don't think I'd notice then, but I think it's just because I was like hyper focused on it. Yeah, I probably yeah, I think it's meant to be an easy listening song. Yes, yes. If I wasn't paying attention so hard, it probably would have been the same kind of situation for me. I mean, they're a boy band, so you know, (laughs) and we love a boy band. Yes. And we're going to go from this boy band to another boy band. It is time for our fluorescence interview. Fluorescence is a hard-hitting pop-punk band based in the city of Chicago. Taking influence from early 2000s pop-punk and 2010s easycore, Fluorescence strives to fuel the next wave of pop-punk music and keep the torch burning strong for generations to come. What sets Fluorescence apart from the pack is a combination of three vocalists, each bringing their own unique flavor into the mix. Combine that with wall-rattling drums, epic leads, chugging rhythms, and big production, you get what Fluorescence calls post-pop punk, a culmination of all things pop punk with a willingness to incorporate influences both modern and nostalgic. We are joined today by a Tyler, Bobby, and Sasquatch of Fluorescence. Welcome, guys. We're so happy Welcome. to have you. Hey, what's up, everyone? <laughs> hey. How's it going? Pretty good. That intro sounded really like something uh, that Tyler would write. <laughs> <laughs> a little, maybe a little wordy, but it's okay. We're I learning. think it was perfect. He, he tends to go on a little long. I like it. You nail the adjectives in that. You, you read you really, you really brought it to life, so thank you for doing that. <laughs> I try. It's I like mean... a movie trailer from a land. <laughs> from the fluorescent cinematic universe. Yes! I've been so into the MCU lately, so I'm, gonna guess, I'm guessing uh, that's what you're referencing. Oh, man. I've been Did you watch the WandaVision? Oh, man. Yeah, it's so good. I haven't so seen excited. it yet. We're not, we're not going to spoil anything here. <laughs> it's, it's just so good. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. All right, guys. So um, to get us started today, uh, what we usually do with our guests that has become a tradition on the show is play a game, a game called Guess the Lyrics. 
So we are going to say song lyrics to you, not sing them. And you have to tell us the song name and the band name, or both. Um, and, you know, we'll see how that goes. And it's just, you know, let's get us loosey-goosey. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> so it, it, much it really pressure. is, though. Like, everybody's like, oh, my God, I can't do this. Um, and it, it's really hard when you don't hear, like, it's sung. Because it's like, this is just words you're saying at me. <laughs> I will sure. say, though, we can usually get a band or a song title. So as long as you get one of them, you're fine. You get okay. a point. You get a point. Yeah. Cool. yeah. And so you I won't be like, embarrassed. Guess. Wow, we suck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. You guys ready for the first one? Yeah, let's go. Do it. Okay. I want to breathe with ease again. I want to get some fucking sleep again. You only ask forgiveness after it's gone wrong. <clears throat> after it's gone wrong. Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, I think I know this one. Is it State Champs? Yeah, Ooh. it is. You want to ask forgiveness after it's gone wrong. <laughs> yes, nailed it. Yeah. I don't, I can't think of the song name. You clearly know it. <laughs> yeah, I know the song. All right, good, good. That's, that's good. Dead that and went gone. right over champs. my head. Good job, Bob. I carry this band usually, so. <laughs> Tyler and Tasco are like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> I'm a loser and just sit at home and listen to pop punk all day. I have nothing better to do. <laughs> all right. Uh, number two. And you need them by your side to feel stronger, to get better. Friendship never ends if you trust your tribe. Chuck, uh, Chuck, yeah. Captain Chuck. We all know that one. one. Hey. Come on. <laughs> God. That was like light bulb yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. And what's the what's the song name though? You guys said Chunk No Catch Chunk. And friends we trust. Friends we yeah, trust. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Nailed it. Ready. All right. Last one. Okay, this one's really hard for me to say and not <laughs> and not sing in like the or say it in the cadence of the song. Sing okay. it for us. No, you don't want to hear that. I really Come don't. Come on, do it. <laughs> All right. I'll try and harmonize you. <laughs> I'll try to think about the last time I had a good time. Everyone's got somewhere to go, and they're going to leave me here on my own. I actually did okay. Not you did. I'm really did proud I just, of you. Wait, I'm gonna be so excited if I picked one that stumped them because we each picked a different. Oh my song. gosh, you guys all definitely. You guys know this song. I feel like you know. Can this you song. say it one more time? Yes. I'll try to think about the last time I had a good time. Everyone's got somewhere to go, and they're going to leave me here on my own. I, I, I really just want to sing the next lyric so bad. I, I know, me too. I'm, like, trying not to oh, sing man. it. Oh, man. Like, I if know If they this don't part. get it, I'm going to yeah, just scream back on you. I have two guesses, but I don't want to be wrong. Ahead. No, guess, what guess. What? It's okay if you're wrong. Is it Trash Boat? <laughs> no. Mm -mm. Is it Story no, so wrong. far? Mm -mm. No. I feel it's, like it's a day to remember. old. All right, oh, ready? Okay. I'm going to... Yeah, um, can just do the next... Can we just scream the next lyric, Mish? Scream it. The next... Let's just sing this this actual lyric. Yeah, ready? Okay. Yeah. I'll try to think, think about, about the last, last time I had, I had a good time. time. We need so to we're all off. Everyone's got what? somewhere to go. Oh. Gonna, gonna leave me here on my own. own. 
Wow, how did we wow. not get that one? Yeah, out of the three, I'm surprised. How in the hell do you do this? How in the hell do you do this three vocalist thing? Because we um, clearly just well, did not do that. In very Zoom, well. it's a little hard, but I thought it was pretty good. Wait, but That's I also just want to say that, like, we were coming up with the songs, and I was like, let's just give him an easy one that's, like, yeah. old, everyone's gonna know this song. And when you guys were, like, singing, they're like, oh, I was like, oh, Dang. whoops, my bad. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that went right over that my was, head. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we threw you, because we went state champs, Cap- Chunk No Captain yeah. Chunk. That was a good array, then... for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, you know, you guys got three out of six, technically, yeah? So... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's pretty good. That's good. I mean, it's not the worst tech- we've ever had. Yeah, that's good. Fine. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> all right, all right. I feel loose. Let's get into it. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. get into it. Let's do it. All right. So, our go-to first question for every band, because I and I think Kelly and Brianna will agree with me, have this insatiable curiosity about this. Where does the band name come from? Uh, so it's actually like a name that me and my other friend came up with like years ago and uh i don't know we just like we had so many different names to start um we have like probably four different names before we came up with fluorescence and it was just one that like i had from a long time ago and i threw it out there and i think tyler really liked it and we just kind of ran with it yeah i think about it too i'm like why why this name because we did go through a lot and i i feel like somehow it comes back to uh that lyric in the Wonder Years song uh, swing, was it came out swinging after under half yeah, lit fl- half lit fluorescence. <laughs> I don't know, just like something about fluorescence, just kind of scream pop punk. There's so many metaphors. <laughs> yeah, I can totally feel that. Like when I I first saw your guys' band name, I'm like fluorescence. Ooh, I like that. Like it just made me think of like neon lights. Like you guys are gonna be big kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, I like hey, that. Yeah. All right, I like the way you think. <laughs> Um, so how, tell us a little bit about like how the band came to be. How did, did you all know each other before starting the band or how did you find each other? What's that like journey been like for you guys since your, your start in 2018, 19? For sure. Uh, so me and Bob, I mean, Sasquatch and Bob have known each other since like way, way back before high school, around high school. I met them in first grade. I met (laughs) them. Yeah, they go way back. I met them in high school. We've always been jamming pop punk, like on Bob's front porch in the neighborhood, everywhere. Like we, and then like Green Day. Yeah, the first time I met Bob, <laughs> I his, his hair dyed black. He was wearing like the red tie, I think, or, like jamming. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm an American you know, idiot. He's like, dude, do you know what a tie on? I don't know. I might be exaggerating. Um, no, I definitely had it on. Yeah, and I was like, "Dude, I was Billy Joe for Halloween last year." Like, what? <laughs> Every uh, year, I love it. At least two years. But uh, so that's how I met Bob and Sasquell. They go way back. Alex, who can't be with us today because he's teaching, um, joined up with us last year. And yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's been. Uh, he's just kind of fit in with us because he he's from Michigan, so he joined up with us, and you know things have been going pretty good. We, yeah, he he fits right in. I was actually just thinking about, like, how much we lucked out with him. Like, he's yeah, just real. a really cool dude and a great drummer. So he learns all our shit really quick. And, uh, yeah, yeah. But we're all we're all great friends. You know, like Tyler said, me, Sasquatch, and Tyler, we go back. 
we've been jamming forever. So it all kind of just comes naturally to us, honestly. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about the making of your most recent EP, Dead End Conversations. Like, how did it, you guys go about it? Which favorite song? All that, all the, all the deets. Uh, I'll start it, and then yeah. Bobby take it. All right. So, uh, with Dead End Conversations, we kind of like definitely started collaborating more with the songwriting, and it's definitely like the biggest, or the most representative of all of our songwriting coming together, all of us offering our own, you know, creative influence. Um, actually, some of those songs, like not another pop punk song, was probably one of the first songs we wrote didn't make it onto the first EP because we were kind of like saving the, that sound for the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, it just started very organically. We wanted to make a, an EP that was more fun and just kind of like every song kind of banged out and was yeah. fun and loud and exciting and fun to play live. Um, you know, that's my input. Bobby, take it from there. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, like Tyler said, yeah, that first song, uh, song not another pop punk song. We call it song five sometimes still. Um, <laughs> Even though it's song <laughs> one. Really, but, but yeah, we've had that one really forever. Good. And um, I think we kind of honestly wrote the EP kind of around that one. Um, the other one, T-A-S-T, yeah, sure. we call it Taste. Um, it, uh, that one is another song that actually we've had for quite a while. Me and Sasquatch were in a band in high school together. And that was one of the songs that we wrote back then um so we kind of had those two already um tyler wrote in my head and we like fell in love with it right away because that song in my my head my favorite song dude yeah yeah that song (laughs) just fucking bangs um and uh yeah and then what's what and uh back for more um tyler wrote that one as well and i that's one of my favorite songs like out of our all of our songs honestly um (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I don't know. They just, (laughs) yeah, it just kind of all came together. Um, We kind of wanted to go a little, like, last EP, we went, you know, um, it was a little more on the emo side, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And this one has been more, like, easy core influence, chunk, no Captain Chunk kind of stuff. A little bigger, a little faster, a little more fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, I mean, and we're, we're thrilled with how it came out. Like, I love that EP, so... We, well, we would not disagree. Yeah, we're fans of it over here as well. What's, what's your guys' favorite song off that? Um, uh, uh, not another pop punk song for me, definitely. No. I'm between that and um, that or in my, in, I liked, I liked In My Head. Nice. That's a great song. Yeah, no, not another pop punk song was the first song I heard from you guys. And I was no, like, no. Oh, yeah. This is a jam. This is it. I think not another pop punk song for me too. Maybe dormancy, just because like the theme of being the theme of being dormant right now, like this year, is very spot on. So like we called it. We called it in 2019. It's a conspiracy. Conspiracy theory team is on it. I know. We're yeah. Since the pandemic has been starting, anytime we listen to an album, I, I always have to comment conspiracy theory. They started the coronavirus in order to get their song out there. So now you've just been added to my list. There's a lot of all-time low on there as well. Um, I will also say I do love, love your cover of Mood. Oh, yes, absolutely. So good. Upset. Okay, so I have to admit something, just like embarrass myself. <laughs> I didn't know it was a cover. <laughs> What? And I was like, oh my God, this is like, what, what is it? I'm like dancing. I was like, ooh, like, was this inspired by someone? Like, who inspired this song? And I was going <laughs> to ask you that. And then, <laughs> and then Brianne was like, 
Um, Kelly, that's a cover. I was like, okay, well, it slaps. So, like, <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm glad you like Mood. Mood I mean, Mood is... Yeah, I wish, I wish we wrote it. <laughs> I mean, you fooled me. So, what made yeah. you what made you choose that one to to do a cover of? Uh, yeah, dude, I just I just kind of heard it in the car one day. I was like, okay, like I was getting okay. in the tic- I was getting in the TikTok at the moment. I was like, what am I gonna do with myself? I have all this time. So, like, I was starting to do these pop goes punk covers on TikTok, and then that one, I was like, this one I can see like the band. Doing. So I kind of put it together, pitched it to them, uh, and then we made it happen. Like within a month of like me kind of writing it out we were in the studio in two weeks not even practicing it just kind of came in in one day and knocked the whole thing out oh wow two weeks after that we were shooting the video we had it out within a month because we want to get it out while it was still hot like the song actually went to number one back to number one right after we released it i mean not saying we're responsible for that (laughs) you absolutely are you absolutely are or you are we are though Totally worked out as best as it possibly could. <laughs> yeah, That's we awesome. actually, when Tyler sent us the song, like I, I don't think Sasquatch ever heard it either. I never I heard this song. Before, yeah. <laughs> um, My dude, <laughs> I'm not very up to date on pop music, so. But yeah, like he, like he sent it to us, and I think he just like threw some like little guitar like uh, riffs yeah, over it. Little progressions over it, and I just took the acapella. Figure out how the vocals are gonna go with like kind of our own style, and me and Bob did like that back and forth thing. Ty took that second verse, and I think we like killed it to be honest. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it ended up. Awesome. Uh, it ended up to. Uh, yeah, it sounded really good. We just kind of did like the fluorescence thing over the track, and uh, it, it, it to be honest, out, yeah. you know what I mean. We didn't change like the structure at all. So yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's what a pop punk. I mean, you could like get crazy with it um, and make it really original, but. That one, like, when I heard it, I was like, this could just be, if it was faster, actually, it's the yeah. same tempo. If it double-timed the drums and everything, it's a pop-punk song. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, That's fair. Absolutely. I mean, I thought it was anyway, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so you guys have three vocalists, obviously. That's not super the norm um, in most bands, much less pop-punk bands. So what is that like for you guys, like, divvying up the vocal duties versus, like, you know, I want to sing this part. No, I want to sing this part. Like, how is it just based on, like, your vocal tone versus register and all that technical stuff that we don't actually know the words for? (laughs) I kind of feel like each of our voices kind of sit in, like, a different, like, like range. Okay. And when we, like, say come up with our verses or our choruses, like, it just kind of whatever note or key that's in, like, I feel like one of our voices is always going to hit it perfectly. And then, like, another, like, Tyler's voice, like, always, I feel like, perfectly harmonizes over, like, mine or Tyler's voice. And my voice, or Ty- Bobby's voice will go over, like, my voice perfectly. And since we've been together for so long time, just, like, when we're always listening to music and just singing songs, we just kind of have that chemistry already going or we're just, like, <laughs> our harmonies just kind of work and we're just, like, this perfectly sits for you, Bob, or this perfectly sits for you, Ty, and we just kind of, it kind of, I feel like it kind of comes really easily. Yeah. To be honest, we're trying to become the first pop punk boy band. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, I love it. It's my dream come true. <laughs> so we're trying to achieve that. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think Sasquatch honestly hit it on the head. Like, we just kind of know what we can and can't do. And, like, um, like Sasquatch himself. Like, what'd you say? 
But then some parts are just way too high for me. That uh, yeah, like, I mean, man. usually, like, usually, even over our high parts, we'll put like a Sasquatch low voice over it, just because, and it's just blended in there. You don't even notice, but it really it beefs it up, you know. Um, and then Tyler's always just killing like these high harmonies that neither of us can do, and uh, yeah, I don't know, it kind of just blends in perfectly, I guess. I, I mean, I'm happy with it, so. I'd say like when we're playing, like like towards the beginning, like like Ty plays guitar crazy and he'll like be playing these solos and these leads. And sometimes like it's hard, man, to play live guitar. So it's like I think that kind of created some of that back and forth bouncing. Mm-hmm. So like like someone will play a lead part and we'll switch it over to somebody else singing. And yeah. then I'll get into a crazy lead part and someone else will do some singing. So it kind of like it balances out our, our performance live and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, um, we talk a lot on the show about, like, dual vocals and the nice contrasts, and you can definitely hear that in your music, I think, and I think it's what you guys said, you know, right? Um, you, you all have, know your space, know where you lie, and, and yeah. I, it translates into music because it's, it's fantastic. Wow, thank you. Yeah. Wait till the new stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm excited. We're waiting. We're here. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're gonna see that with the next, like, take its full form with the next stuff. The new stuff we're working on. I think mood was like the first taste of like all all of us like really coming in as a three vocalist group and just yeah. kind of making the most of that. And it worked. Mood was like, like the it. first hit where I did a lot of vocals right there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. I'm I'm very excited for that. Aside from pop punk, like I am obsessed with the Backstreet Boys, so I'm a big on boy band. So if I can get a pop punk boy band, literally a dream come true. <laughs> yeah, and I, I will say I will say with the new stuff, you'll be hearing a lot of all three of us. So it's it's yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. I'm I love excited. that. So who are um, you know, some of, some of your influences, like for, you know, this past EP upcoming stuff, like who are some of your, your influences for your strong, a date or member? Are we banging the new album or what? Oh, we're going to talk about that again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to say again, I feel like I know what they're doing and I respect it and I get it. Um, I hope it works out for them. You know, like they've been around for a long time. You know, they've done, what, like, five, six albums? So, like, do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't abandon the sound that everybody has, like, supported for so long. You know? I feel like we just need, like, a little bit more of a data remember if they're going to mix the electronics and stuff in. That's just, I don't know. I could have oh, really... I, used... for sure. <laughs> I, I totally agree. I know it's... Uh... You know, I, I, there's there's one thing to, like, push boundaries, like, you know, you guys are trying to do with your sound, but, you know, there, you always have to kind of stay loyal to those roots, for sure, you know, can't, yeah. like, disregard what brought you to the top in the yeah. first place. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I think you see a lot of pop punk bands, shit, sorry, I think you see a lot of pop punk bands doing that now, um, you know, like, especially the ones that are getting big or, or that have already made a name for themselves, like a Day to Remember, Neck Deep, or Neck bands deep. like that. Um, yeah, they kind of, they go into a different style. I'm not going to lie, I haven't listened to the album yet. Like, I've heard, like, Resentment, and I think the other mm-hmm. one they released before the album dropped. But, um, yeah, yeah I, I liked I liked Resentment. Um, Mind but, yeah, I good. mean, I think, I think, I don't know. At a certain point, like, they can't just release Homesick every time. You know what yeah. I mean? That's fair. Un- unfortunately, I mean, I kind of wish they would. <laughs> but, but why not? <laughs> You're not I'm ready alone. for Homesick too. 
I am. Mm. Uh, but anyway, uh, influences. You want to start, Sasquatch? Yeah, dude. Um, like one of my biggest influences, they're probably going to know, is like early Follow Boy music oh, boy. that takes us to yes. your grave. I listen okay. to it from the front all the way to the bottom, like when I'm taking a drive. I literally was just in the shower playing it. <laughs> like, like, like some of the songs that, you know, I've had like maybe more influence on coming on the next stuff have like a like a take this to your grave part okay. two kind of feel to it Ooh. so like i don't know i'm i'm they didn't do it so i'm just gonna have to go ahead and do it myself <laughs> and like four years strong is another like huge influence for me that kind of plays into like our, our i think our multi-vocal kind of feel we're mm. four years strong, like back and forth between those two guys and like i don't know that's just kind of our our jam right there with some easy core and big uh guitar and big drums everywhere like that's I just want more of that all the time. And if they're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> feel that. Well, Notice he yeah. didn't mention anything about the bass. <laughs> no one cares. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's done right. No love for the bass. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, like like you said, obviously, Four Years Strong. Um, story so far is a big one for us. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could go on all day listing bands. Blink-182 is definitely my biggest influence on any type of music that like they're probably the reason i started playing guitar in the first place um yeah yeah blink 182 like you said fallout boy we we like all the good stuff i'm just gonna say like the weird stuff like i think you'll you'll hear a lot of like metal influences in our guitar work like i come from a metal background so like i always got sevenfold yeah for sure Ben sevenfold like i like super proggy metal stuff so like i'm always trying to like incorporate that without being like over the top and just like scaring pe pop punk people away. <laughs> but I think people have like started to like appreciate that because you don't hear that a lot in pop punk as much anymore as like the guitars. It's it's become more electronic and stuff. And don't get yeah. me wrong, I like the electronics too. I try to throw that in as well. But uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, well, that's like the big production. I feel like yeah, oh for sure. Now. Like eight oh eights on everything. Um, <laughs> so yeah. But definitely all the classic pop punk bands too. For your strong, the earliest day to remember, you know. <laughs> and like, thank God we have taught. Like Tyler does have that metal influence. Like he used to play in a Avenged Sevenfold cover band. And Don't like, talk he, about that. I have to. I have to. And, but but that but that's why this. that's part of why you're such a great guitarist though. And like he, you know, he puts these solos in there that like yeah, like you said, I feel like it's kind of lost in pop punk these days. There's not that many bands doing, you know um like people riffing and like being yeah. productive and switching time signatures up. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly so yeah i don't know it all comes together pretty well i think, I think it i think it definitely adds like a level of uniqueness to to the sound you know like having those different kinds of influences and inserting yeah. different kinds of elements that you know not every typical pop pop punk band would you know think to include so i think it definitely like sets you guys apart Oh, thank you. So you guys mentioned that you've got like obviously these elements of metal and easy core and but you know you define yourselves as post pop punk. And so I was recently having a conversation about the idea of subgenres, right? And you know, while they're useful to categorize music and like the sound you're going to hear, there's this idea that like subgenres or at least overlabeling subgenres can allow for gate 
gatekeeping, right? Because there's always going to be, like, you know, some dick that says, like, how didn't you know this band was, like, a postmodern indie rock yeah. Midwest emo? There's, like, a splash of Nintendo core and, like, <laughs> metal core and elements of neon pop punk. Like, are you even a real fan? <laughs> <laughs> like there's that gonna be that impersonation. Was that off the? Yeah, that was, that was good. I've dealt with a lot of those guys. Yeah, I can tell. Um, but yeah, no. So my question for you is like, you know, what makes you this post pop punk versus you know just simply pop punk? <laughs> Tyler, that's a Tyler question. <laughs> um, I think you know. Again, it's like that incorporation of like metal guitars with like three vocalists with like we use electronics in some songs sometimes we have a rap influence sometimes we have like a heavy like we're just kind of not afraid to do anything as long as it's like under the umbrella of pop punk and i think that's like you know what's gonna kind of separate us and keep us interesting is we have that open mind and um I don't know. It just keeps it vague. It, it, I feel like every release we are going to have is going to like keep people on their toes. There's so yeah. many, different, there's so many different combinations with the three vocalists that all the influences we have. And it's just like, it's hard to just say it's pop punk or just easy core or just like emo. Cause it's kind of like all of those things in the mm-hmm. one with a, strong, think, uh, with a strong pop punk core. Yeah. I think kind of like what we were trying to hit on, like Tyler said is yeah, we're not afraid to expand. Um, you know, where we're going to go with our music. Like if you listen to a song like, you know, not another pop punk song or seasons or something, and then listen to dormancy. I mean, you can't really call both of those the same thing, you know? Um, um, So yeah, I, we kind of created our own new term with the post pop punk, (laughs) but I I don't know. I I, I just feel like it kind of felt correct. Like pop punk has gone through a lot of different stages, obviously like early days with, you know, with, whatever you want to say it started green day blink or even before that um you know onto like i remember when i was in high school like it, well who was big was like all time low and like we the kings and like hey monday and bands like that you know kind of went there and now it's more bands like you know that neck deep kind of sound i don't know pop punk goes a lot of different directions and i wouldn't feel right just calling us strictly pop punk i think yeah i don't want to sound uh like i don't know I think we're we're not better than that, but we're more than that. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, yeah. I totally get that. Yeah, no, and That's you know we've talked like arrogant or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You're fine. Okay. No, we've talked about it on the show before. Like you know that um, kind of you know genres almost don't exist because there's so much to that that the bands are bringing in, especially now. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. like all these different influences, like particularly. You, Tyler, you said um, rap, like you're even bringing that in. And that's a big trend right now, like especially like, you know, with MGK, Modson coming into the scene. There's a lot of those like aspects to it. And um, yeah, I I mean, it's definitely cool to see bands like you coming up and really pushing what that what pop punk means. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. We got to keep it. We got to keep it interesting. You know, it's got it's getting to the point where things like where's next. You know, I definitely think the MGK like rap influence thing is definitely taking over right now um and i do like have this strong hope that when shows come back people are gonna miss that sound of like live loud instruments you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like i mean we already do yeah we all do but like <laughs> but not just like not, like just like a super produced like you know alt rock yeah. or, or like yeah. edm and stuff like i miss people i hope people miss loud like acoustic 
like oh, sounds. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's kind of I feel like what we're like. We want to come back, and we just want to be loud and fast and pe- have people like, you know, go crazy at our mosh. shows like they used to. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mosh, exactly. Yeah, we're on the Mosh Pit podcast. I miss it exactly. So much. I am so ready to Mosh. Yeah, buddy. Let's <laughs> go. Um, so well, the funny thing is, is that on our track by track, um, for the Day to Remember album, I literally commented, I'm like, I just want to be in a crowd screaming these lyrics because this is like a perfect thing where like they would hold the mic out like the whole thing oh, yeah. um segue though uh circle back to the a day to remember conversation when you guys were talking about how they need to stick to what they originally started with but yet you guys are so expansive how how do you compare those two to be clear i defended it i defended them going true true well. true I, I think i'm more aiming this at tyler but okay, okay. <laughs> okay. shots fired so that's funny because i actually made a, a facebook post like yesterday i debated on posting it because i didn't want to like make it seem like i was calling the band out yeah because i i do support like doing different things and trying different things uh, i just don't feel like i heard a day to remember in that album as okay. much as i wanted to you know what I mean? Like, I, and I and you look at the writers on it. There's a lot of co-writers. There's not a lot of the full band writing the full songs. So it's like, and you know, and also you look at Fueled by Ramen's history. You know what I mean? Like Paramore, yeah. Um, yeah. Panic at oh. the Disco, like Rip Paramore. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I love New Paramore too. I really do. And Have I love. You it- heard Haley Williams' single solo album? Okay, that's different. Uh, <laughs> And I'm not saying that's bad either. I think that's cool and artistic. And I'm glad she did that as a solo project and not with Paramore. I almost yeah. felt like Jeremy yeah. should have did Your Welcome as a solo thing. And that's left really like the, point. and mm-hmm. left the songs like Resentment and Mind Reader where you could tell the whole band was an influence. Yeah. And that was the Data Remember stuff. That's, that's all I'm fair. saying. And that's we waited fair. five years for this. Five yeah, years. Too. <laughs> I know. So, and I'm, again, I'm not hating. I love a Data Remember. I always will support them. I just hope, like, they are able to achieve what they want to with this. I just wanted you yeah. to be able to defend yourself before we had, like, people being like, well, wait a minute. I'm not talking smack. I, I love A Day to Remember. <laughs> and we, we've been to so many fucking dope A Day to Remember shows. That sure. Sure. Such a great They're show. one of our biggest influences. Yeah, for around. sure. We'll definitely not try to hate on A Day to Remember. Totally. I just bought some of the new merch, to be honest. Um, I can't even talk smack, because, like... I got the new merch, baby. We <laughs> <laughs> love it. Okay, so we're going to take a pause from the hard-hitting questions. We're going to play another quick game. Thank nice. you. <laughs> so well, it, it will it will bring up very, very strong feelings, though. It's uh, it's the rapid-fire this or that. Okay. So I'm going to read off two things, and each of you can, you can come to a consensus. You can each say your own answer, whatever you feel. Um, so rapid-fire, first one. Deep dish pizza or a Chicago dog? Chicago dog. Chicago dog. Oh, Ooh. deep dish pizza for sure. Okay. Any, any? I would say you can explain it if you want, or we can just continue like, the next one. I like. I honestly like thin crust way more than deep dish. Like yeah, people don't realize people not from Chicago. They don't realize like we don't. We're not. We don't usually order deep dish. That's kind of like a. <laughs> like, I do. Maybe Tyler does. Maybe Tyler does. I Tyler's like, like over here. Like what the hell, man? I don't know. I feel like that's more of a special occasion kind of thing. Like. We got some dope ass thin crust. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I doubt you have pizza better than New Jersey. Just saying. 
Yeah, New Jersey. Fuck out of New Jersey. You know we got the best pizza around. So I would, I would kill for any good pizza. Florida pizza sucks. You're in Florida. No. Yes. Me and Bobby went to Colorado one time. We got some pizza, and it was the worst pizza we've ever had in our entire life. Oh yeah, I've had Colorado pizza. Which is our fault for getting pizza in Colorado. I don't know what you're thinking. You assume the pizza, no matter what is going to be good, even if it's bad. You know, it's like sex. Even yeah. bad sex is good sex. That's a good point. That's, a, that's actually, that's a good comparison, actually. Let's put it this way. Florida pizza, the good pizza, pizza is Domino's. Oh, yikes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't knock Domino's, though. It's okay. I like Domino's. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, I'll, settle, I'll settle for Domino's. Okay. On to the I next won't. one. Have one, okay, this one's a little bit long and, and convoluted, but have one show this week but you can't perform again for another two years, or wait until the pandemic is over. Oh, wait, wait. wait. Oh, yeah, we'll wait. Yeah. I didn't know how impatient you guys would be. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, we're not we, doing it till it's safe. Like, it's that's not something we're trying. I to mean, do. look, we want we want to play a show more, you know, more than anything. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's an easy one. If we played one and then we can't play for two years, well, yeah. yeah, one show would be <laughs> awesome. But like, I want to play a show like freaking everywhere, like back to back Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like yes. all these different places, and yes. just play for everybody. So like, one show, like I couldn't even. No, you couldn't that would, even be, that would be the biggest tease. <laughs> but also, not till it's safe. That's the yeah. most important thing. That is the most important part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We promote, we promote safe moshing here on the mosh pit. Safe. Uh, yeah, we want to play a show where people can around. mosh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's no safe no social mosh. distancing. <laughs> yeah. No, wait. Okay. Yeah, wait. Final wait. one. <laughs> Both of these are like the old school 90s era, like late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, MTV or VH1. Not when the, the you know, teen mom crap that's on there now. I'm talking, like, music videos, like, TRL, <laughs> like, that era. That's all meant to MTV. Yeah, MTV had, like, Blink-182 on and stuff more. VH1 had, like, the, the top 20 countdowns, though, like, on Saturday mornings. I remember mm-hmm. watching those a lot. And that was when there was, like, kind of rock and pop-punk bands on there, too. So, uh, I guess both. Yeah, I'll definitely go MTV. <laughs> I never really watched VH1 to be honest with you. I don't yeah, have, I haven't had cable. Like, it's like van store. <laughs> I was a very sheltered child, so my parents had both channels blocked until I was like 17. So I didn't. I would have been like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't even think, I don't think we even had cable till I was like 16. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I never had cable. <laughs> I would like go to my friend's house and watch MTV. Like uh, <laughs> that was me too. <laughs> Yeah, we were more playing PlayStation. <laughs> I respect it. So, getting back to, you know, the questions about, like, the band and stuff. So, I've been seeing a lot of bands shifting to TikTok as a way to reach their audience. Um, I mean, that's how I found you guys. You know? Yeah. Um, have you seen more of an impact with reaching new fans on TikTok versus other platforms? Especially, like, now when, you know, social's so critical to you reaching your audience yeah totally tiktok has been huge yeah it kind of like doubled all our numbers in like a tripled i mean yeah yeah. and that was just (laughs) off of like honestly that was just like posting like old music videos like we just didn't Mm -hmm. put anything on there and then all of a sudden like we put all of our old stuff on tiktok including the mood video the mood video definitely went like kind of like it did really well yeah. I, I like the same video. Like we posted it like three times, and this every time it was like, 
it was like, oh my gosh, yeah, like everybody blew up about it. It was cool. Um, but yeah, Maybe just, the trainer liked it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's our a big, big deal. Our biggest achievement so far. Um, <laughs> That's so yeah, feel pretty good. <laughs> for sure, TikTok's been huge, and I see a lot of our like local Chicago bands doing very well on it. And I encourage all bands to get on it. It's a yeah, great definitely. platform. Um, yeah. Whenever you can, right now, while we can't do anything else, you know what I mean? Yeah. Once we joined TikTok, our numbers were like everything on Spotify. Everything really shot up. It was. And it, that was that was all Tyler. That was all Tyler. I got to give him credit on that one. He was like, "I'm gonna make us a TikTok." And uh, yeah, so you're the yeah. TikTok obsessed one in your friend group because that's me. Yes, I we was get- for like two months, and then I'm like, now I'm like, all right, I'm, I've been off he of it. Actually. It's been a nice break. No, I haven't been on TikTok in a while. It's been a nice break. I'll get back on it when we start doing the new stuff. I understand being super excited about the Megan Trainer like because uh, Alex Gasgarth liked one of our Instagram posts about oh, yeah. an episode, and I lost my freaking mind. Congratulations, that's <laughs> awesome. Yes. Yeah, I lost my shit. I know you guys are big All Time Well fans, right? Very big. I, yes. I listened to a couple episodes. Oh, look at you, Monster <laughs> fan over here. <laughs> yes, he likes the one about him. We mentioned them probably once an episode. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Once, okay. Well, that was, the, that was the foundation of our friendship and this whole show, so. That makes sense. I like How did, can I ask you guys a question? Of course. Yeah. How did yes. all you guys meet? College. College. Oh, okay. Where, where'd you go? Bright University in Rhode Island. It's oh, a small wow. little private guy. About 3,000 students. <sighs> okay, it's, cool. It's tiny. Party, yes. party Oh, so awesome. I, I started my radio show my freshman year with another girl, uh, the Mosh Pit, and then she flaked on me sophomore year. So then Michelle and I were friends through classes. So she started doing it with me. And then Kelly is Michelle's little in her sorority. So we pulled Kelly in. Ah. And Which we yeah. actually met Kelly well, before at an all show. Yeah, I was oh, going right. to say, before that, we met an all, um, a an mutual all-time friend, like asked both of us to come to an all-time low concert. And I met both of them at an all-time love show. Oh, that's where cool. me and Brian almost died in the mosh pit. And oh that's yeah, how I bonded. got kicked in the face a couple times. Dude. <laughs> yep. That's and that really cool. brings us that's together, cool. you know, almost <laughs> getting <laughs> stepped on in a pit. That's awesome. You guys just came together and started a podcast about it, though. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of jealous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had. Um, it's been fun. Michelle brought up the idea, like I want to say January of 2020, and then we, or maybe earlier, but we started it in. February. Uh, February February 2020 so literally right before quarantine hit so when all the podcasts because I listen to a bunch of different podcasts in general all of them yeah. are like trying to figure out how to record remotely I'm like we've been doing it from three different states since day one yeah <laughs> there you go well, it's, cra- it's crazy actually like I listen to a lot of podcasts too because I, I listen to them at work all the time and I actually so I looked up like pop punk podcasts and I found yours this I didn't even realize that you would um commented on our TikTok video <laughs> like I had looked up you guys and then I listened to an episode and then I subscribed and the next day um, you came out with a new episode and I read like the description and I saw fluorescence in there and I was like, holy shit. Like I sent it to the guys and stuff and I was like, this is crazy. Like they, yeah, they put us on here whatever. That's um, hilarious. It's just, that, it's like, you must've felt like, whoa, this is so cool. We, <laughs> we made it. Well, we made it. Yeah. I felt famous for half a second. It was cool. Yeah. Meanwhile, anytime we get to interview a band, we're like, oh my God, they want to talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. We're on the same page. Uh, this is perfect. Match made in heaven. Yeah. It's meant to be. 
Uh, all right, guys. So you um, you had mentioned you're working on some new stuff, which is very exciting. Um, what else is in store for the future of fluorescence? Are you gonna are you planning touring, new music? What do you got for us? Dude, I've... we're gonna do everything. Like once once it's safe, <laughs> like we're trying to probably book as many shows in as many places as possible. We've got like a handful of songs kind of right now in our back pocket. Keep it hush hush, maybe. But I, well, you I kind of podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on some of our best stuff, to be honest. And like yeah. actually, right after this podcast. We're going to the studio to record. Woo, <laughs> so, yeah. like, where we're, we're keeping busy and like new merch and stuff is always going to be popping up. Like, we've got so much in store coming up. Like, I just can't wait until it's we're able to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're excited. Uh, and it's just like, it's about being smart about it too. Like, we, I mean, we want to put new music out there, but like, we dropped a whole EP where we couldn't tour, play shows, and support it. Uh, fortunately, we were able to play those shows before COVID, so it's not like we were missing out on that much. But like, I think it really comes down to when it becomes safe to play shows, and that's gonna determine when we really start to focus on putting the new music out. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But you might—I don't know—maybe summer. You might hear some new music for us early summer. Ooh, ooh yeah. excited. Yeah. yeah it, <laughs> it's, it's definitely our best stuff. Like hands. Yeah, down. we're we're so excited about I'm, it, honestly. Yeah. Everything is really, our sound's really coming together. We're excited. Like, bands have to say that, like, oh, yeah, this is our best stuff. Like, this yeah. is <laughs> like, like, no, well, I can see it on your faces. Bobby like, literally looks like a kid in a candy store. He's like, it's just so exciting. <laughs> yeah. I was playing our, my, my back pocket music, like, earlier this morning. Like, it's just, like, it hypes me up, honestly. Yeah, I love it. I and there's Saskel's yeah, kid in a candy store. I wish you could just play it. Yeah, I know. I'm like, kind of want to give him a sneak peek, but no. Oh, no. We need it. <laughs> okay, so we know. Obviously, know people can find you on TikTok, but where else can people find you on social and you know your music and all of the things? Facebook, uh, Instagram, <laughs> Tinder. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just. All the social medias. Uh, Alex has been doing Twitter, so we're on Twitter too. Yeah. Wait, like Tinder as a band, or like no. individual? <laughs> like swipe, no, swipe right or left on the band? I was band. totally. Band. I, I was joking about that, but I also thought maybe. maybe Tinder's <laughs> I mean, like we are trying to establish our boy band. Uh, here, there so you go. Um, also, um, you can go to our website as well, fluorescentchicago.com. Yeah. So awesome. yeah, we stuff up on there i don't know how often we update it but <laughs> it's due for an update we'll get around to it but yeah pretty much anywhere online we, we pop right. up pretty like pretty early in google now too which is kind of cool yeah awesome. yeah i think i was googling you guys earlier and like the fluorescence which i don't know what they were came up and then like uh, you guys <laughs> yeah there's a few there's a few of them it's okay yeah there's there's a couple um you'll be yeah. number one yeah soon. you gotta got to type in just fluorescence yeah but uh yeah yeah and we're obviously we're on spotify and apple music and all that all those streaming platforms so limewire Lime no. <laughs> bear share yeah. <laughs> all right well you guys heard them go check them out on wherever you get your music and you know go interact with them on social because you obviously can tell they're pretty cool guys yeah we love interacting with everybody on 
on all our social medias. It's like so cool to talk to everybody from everywhere. Yes. Yeah, we have people so people from like other countries and shit. It's crazy. Crazy. Right. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Oh yeah, that's always wild. We've got like listeners from other countries, and I'm like, dude, what? Yeah, it's <laughs> cool, right? Yeah, it's a cool yeah. feeling. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. We had an absolute blast. Yeah, us too. Thanks for having us. This was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. No problem. And uh, we look forward to hearing more from you. And like I said, in the meantime, go check them out. Uh, But until next time, my friends and moshers and fluorescenters, hashtag mosh on, motherfuckers. (laughs) Mosh on, motherfucker. I (laughs) I love it.